I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a podcast designed with new moms in mind, where we talk about what it looks like to thrive in motherhood as the free, confident, joy-filled women God has called us to be. Today's podcast episode is a recording of a live video that I did in my Soul Care for the New Mom Facebook group last week. And some of the things that I shared were not the most comfortable things to talk about. Um, But I, I wanted to talk about them because I feel like it can be so easy to be in a place of ministry or leadership or, you know, have this dream or desire to be used by God um, in some way to impact others. And sometimes we can fall into this pattern of just letting God use our mess instead of allowing him to actually clean up our mess. And in that live video, I wanted to I wanted to dive into that. I wanted to go there because I've been in both places and I feel like this is something that more of us need to be thinking about and talking about as well. So my hope is that you walk away from this episode feeling encouraged, but also maybe a little bit challenged. And if you are encouraged and challenged, there's there's a few things I want to ask you to do in response. The first is to let me know. I, I want to know. I want to hear your heart. I want to support you in the best way that I can. So if you haven't already joined my Facebook group or reached out to me on Instagram, please be sure to find me. Um, I put the links to those things in the show notes for you to for you to click on and find. The second thing you can do is take a screenshot of this episode episode and share it with your friends. You can put it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Soul Care for the New Mom because it's always so fun for me to see you guys sharing the podcast. And lastly, if you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to leave a rating and review in iTunes if you haven't already. Um, I love this review that Haley Bra just left in iTunes a couple weeks ago. She said, I just listened to the episodes Strategies for the Angry Mom and Disciplining Your Toddler and I was crying with how deeply her words touched my heart. Even issues I have begun overcoming, it is so great to hear someone else say they went through it and to hear her victory over it. I recommend this podcast rooted in Jesus and encouragement, not shame. Thank you, Haley. I love that review. I thank you so much. Um, Again, leaving a review really does mean a lot to me, and it also helps more moms find the podcast so that they can be encouraged and challenged too. So please be sure to do that um, before you finish listening to this episode. One last thing I want to announce before we dive in, I will be hosting a free three-day workshop in my Soul Care for the New Mom Facebook group starting next week, and I'm telling you, you guys, you do not want to miss out on this. In celebration of Valentine's Day, we will be talking about marriage and being an empowered wife and sex. We'll be talking about boosting your sex drive, spicing up your sex life, these things that I honestly think we don't talk enough about, even though in this season of motherhood, it it can be really difficult. It can be a real struggle that we're having to navigate. So I want to be sure that you don't miss out on this workshop. So if you're not already in my Facebook group, again, you can find the link for that in the show notes or just search for Soul Care for the New Mom in your Facebook app. Okay, without further ado, let's dive into today's message. I know that I didn't really give you too much of a beforehand notice that I would be going live today. Um, I actually was not planning on going live today, but I had such an interesting conversation last night that really got me thinking 
Um, and, and it just kind of motivated me. It challenged me to speak up a little bit more about some things that I've been thinking about that I've really just been, um, you know, mulling over, especially as I've had more conversations with some of you ladies here in this group. Um, so basically what I want to talk about today is this idea of your mess becoming your ministry. Um, which I think is a phrase that, you know, a lot of us have heard throw around, or I guess like maybe like, you know, another version of it is, you know, like you have, you know, your story, it becomes your testimony. Um, and, and that's very much what I mean when I say your mess is your ministry, that we all have parts of our story that are messy and yet God can use it and that it can become a testimony or it can become a way that we minister to others. And so, I feel like this is this is something that can apply to so many different situations, so many different people. Um, I mean, we all have these wide ranges of experiences and and just things that God has walked us through, things that now we are able to encourage other people in. And I see this so much so in this group. I see that so many of you ladies, you want to encourage others, you want to help inspire others, you want to you have like these big dreams and these big goals of building ministries of of surrounding other moms with love and support or even just you know guiding younger women um, who are coming up behind you and I see that you guys have these dreams that you have these passions and these and these desires to walk in this purpose and I love it I am so there for it like I'm right there too that is exactly what my heart is for that's why I created this group that's why soul care for the new mom even exists but I think that sometimes we get so focused on how our mess is becoming our ministry and we don't really see how God might be wanting to pull us out of some of that mess. And we are maybe unintentionally or sometimes purposefully staying stuck in our mess instead of allowing God to help clean up some of that mess up, if that makes sense. So the conversation that I had last night was, with a woman who, um, she reached out to me and, you know, we had been talking back and forth for a while. Um, it, it had been, I want to say like over a year since we first connected and she, she had kind of been out of touch with me for a minute there. I knew that some things were going on, but I've been praying for her, reaching out to her, you know, occasionally. And she finally got on a call with me and it was just, it was a very hard conversation for her where she was opening up about some really hard things that she's currently walking through. Um, things that, I can't imagine for myself at the moment because I've never been in those shoes. But as she's talking to me, she's talking about how she already is seeing how God is turning this messy situation, this mess that is right in front of her, this painful mess, and is now turning it into an opportunity for ministry and how she's already coming into contact with other women who have been in those same shoes or have walked through that hard journey. And she's able to encourage them and she's able to, you know, point them to resources that might help them, you know, she, she's telling them about, you know, her own journey of walking through this even just recently. And so as I'm hearing her telling me, telling me that like she's been, you know, given these opportunities for ministry, it reminded me of where I was, you know, just a couple of years ago when I first became a mom and I was in the middle of this really hard journey of figuring out how to navigate my anger and my control issues and my anxiety and all those things that were interlinked. I had a hard time navigating that. And so in order to, you know, just kind of push myself forward and because I've always had this passion for writing and, and just, you know, encouraging women, I turned my mess into a ministry and I began 
began sharing my journey of anxiety and anger and, and just wanting to grow with the Lord as a mom, I began sharing that with other women and it eventually turned into the podcast, the Soul Care for the New Mom podcast, as well as the Soul Care for the New Mom blog. But but here's here's my main point for today. Let me pull up my notes because I don't want to butcher what it is that I want to say. Um, you know, I just written down some few notes right before I got on today. Um, this is what I most want you gals to take away from this from this conversation. I know that some of you just hopped on. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Shanna. Hey, Caitlin. Your mess is your ministry, but the degree to which you work with God to clean up that mess will be the degree to which you minister to others. I will say that one more time because I know that that was very wordy, but I just really want you to grasp this. Your mess definitely is your ministry. There's no doubt about that, that God uses our messes to minister to others if we allow him to. If we allow him to, our mess can become a ministry that is for encouraging and for inspiring others. But the degree to which you work with God to clean up that mess not stay stuck in your mess, to actually clean up your mess will be the degree to which you minister to others. And I'm saying this because I know that some of you gals listening today, you have this dream of encouraging women. You have this dream of building a ministry, maybe even launching a business. You have this dream of serving in your community, um, of, of you know building something you know for his kingdom. You have, you have these goals. You know that God has put a calling on your life. But what I see is that Instead of cleaning up your mess, you are just wanting God to use your mess. And he absolutely can. He absolutely is. You are being a light. You are offering hope. You are helping people feel less alone. But there are some of you who want to go beyond that. You don't just want women to be encouraged. You want to see women set free. And what that will require is you stepping into your own freedom. What that will mean is that instead of just having God use your mess, that means that you will now have to allow God to help you clean up your mess. And you will need to partake in that as well, because it's not just a one-sided thing. You would need to work with God to get to this point of freedom so that you could lead others into freedom. And I think that for some of you ladies today, and I, I'm not saying this to anybody in particular, this is just something that I've been feeling stir in my heart. I think some of you today, there's been a disconnect of, I have this dream, I have this goal, I want to build this community, I want to build this ministry, but you yourself are not cleaning up your mess. You are just wanting God to use your mess. And he absolutely can, but you will not impact the community. You will not impact these women. You will not impact who you are trying to serve to the degree that you could if you if you just use it and not clean it, if that makes sense. So let me look at the comments. Shanna says, yes, amen. This is so good. Sometimes we get comfortable in our mess. Instead of getting out, we remain in it and that can stunt us. This is really such an important message. I love that you're talking about it. Good. I'm so glad. Emily says, I needed this today with some crying emojis. And girl, <laughs> that is okay. That is why I'm here telling you these things. Um, you know, when I first started Soul Care for the New Mom, I really was in it just for the encouragement. You know, I really just wanted to, you know, offer hope, offer comfort. Um, I wanted to share my story, inspire others. But 
Encouragement was really all that I could offer at the time because I didn't know how to stop lashing out at my family. I didn't know what it looked like to be free from my anger and my anxiety. I didn't know how to break out of my victim mentalities. I, I, you know, I didn't know how to fight spiritual warfare, how to actually battle the lies in my head or battle the enemy. I didn't know how to do any of that. So, so uh, yes, that was all I could do. All I could do was encourage. And I did. And I've gotten so many messages from so many women who have found my podcast, who started listening and are like, oh my gosh, like you are exactly where I am. I'm deep in the trenches of this, these early years of motherhood right here with you. And I needed that reminder that I'm not alone. And I'm telling you like that ministry, just that podcast and having that blog, I really do believe that that, is, that in, in and of itself is a beautiful thing. And I'm so thankful that like I felt led to do that. And I'm thankful for how God used it. But at a certain point, I knew that I didn't just want to encourage moms anymore. I didn't just want to comfort moms. I wanted to actually equip and empower them. And that meant for me that I had to become empowered for myself. I wanted to see women set free. I wanted to see them walking in the full freedom and abundance that Christ offers. And that meant that I had to learn what it meant to walk in the full freedom and abundance that Christ offers. Um, so I had to go on this journey of figuring out how do I clean up this mess? I know that God's been using it and I'm really thankful for that. But if I'm really going to become a leader, if I'm going to be a voice of truth and, and of empowerment, then I'm going to need to stop. Just let, I, I can't just let him use it. I now need to let him clean it up and I need to play a part in that so that I can get to this next point in my ministry. So I went on this journey where I went to counseling. I I started working with mentors. I, you know, started having hard conversations with my husband and with myself about how the things that I was doing, the behaviors that I was excusing, the victim mentalities I was allowing myself to stay stuck in, that those were not going to fly anymore because now women were looking up to me. And I, you know, and I felt like, you know, I needed to, I needed to show up for them, you know, not just for myself, not just for my family, but also for these women who are coming my way. And I knew that like, if I was going to exist exemplify freedom that I would need to do more of those things that would set me free. So that did mean, that didn't mean counseling. That didn't mean working with people. It meant, you know, going to God every day, wrestling with him and saying, what do I need to be doing today in order to step into this freedom that I know you've already given me, but I just haven't been walking in it yet. I had to wrestle through those things. And here's what I'll say about this journey. It was scary. It was scary to start saying some of the things out loud that I had been thinking in my head. It was scary to confess how bad my anger and my rage had become. It was scary to, to confess that I didn't enjoy being a mom. But once I began to confess, once I began to get help, that was where the healing and the growth began. It was scary. It was hard. It wasn't easy to just, I couldn't just flip on a switch and love my husband. I couldn't. I couldn't just wake up and be that happy, gentle, loving wife. I could not. I had control issues. I had anxiety issues. And it manifested as a rage that I could not control on my own. So I needed counseling. I needed accountability. I needed to break out of my victim mentalities. I needed to wrestle. I needed to do all these things. So it, the, my journey was scary. It was hard. But here's, here's the weird part. This is what was so shocking to me. The journey was not long. It was not long. You guys, I've only been, you know, in this place of freedom for, I don't know, a year and a half, maybe. That, 
that's it. But because up until that point, like, uh, you know, it had been building, it had been building. And once I finally took those steps of investing my time, investing my effort, taking in all the, all the content that I could, um, you know, wrestling with God as many, as much as I could throughout the day, um, you know, going to counseling every week, uh, um, you know, meeting with mentors, calling up people saying, you know, I need your accountability. You know, I'm struggling with these things. The, like the fat, like the more that I did that, the faster my progress became. And it did not take long for me to get to where I, I am now. And I wonder if for some of you, if you are really just maybe six months, maybe even just three months away from being in a completely different place of freedom. And I want that for you. I want for you what I found for myself. And what I found for myself is that it is absolutely possible to be free from anxiety, to be free from anger, to, to have a house that is filled with peace and joy instead of the, the depression and the anger and the, and, the, and the stress and anxiety that I brought into it. I want you to know that those things are possible. Um, so let me look at my notes. Um, so now I'm at this point in my life where, you know, I'm in this next place of ministry where I'm coaching, I am leading, I am empowering, I am actually equipping. And the reason why I'm able to do all of those things without imposter syndrome, which, you know, I know that, you know, a lot of the times, like, you know, people in leadership can struggle with that. You know, am I, am I doing it right? Am I, you know, am I good enough? Am I just an imposter? I don't deserve this ministry. I don't deserve this business. I don't deserve any of these things. The reason why I don't struggle with imposter syndrome as much as, you know, I feel like other people do is because I've put in the hard work to get to this place of emotional wellness and spiritual maturity. And a lot of times there are people who step into a place of leadership without realizing that they don't have those things yet. And that's okay. God can still use them. It's okay. There is still opportunities to grow in those things, but it's a struggle. It's a struggle that I see people struggling with. You know, I, you know, I, I have these group of, I have this group of people and they're looking up to me, but I'm just falling apart. You know, my marriage is crumbling and I feel like we, we allow this to happen and we don't take a step back and say, okay, so is it possible that you just weren't ready? for what you took on, that you weren't ready to step into this ministry that you're in, that you needed time to mature, that you needed to really pursue your own freedom and healing before you took on this role of being a coach or a leader or a minister in this capacity. Um, I know that, you know, these things that I'm saying, they might make you uncomfortable. They might be things that you yourself are currently in the middle of and you're like, crap, crap. What do I do? What do I do? And I want you to know that it, it's okay. You know, it's okay. And there's some of you who are watching today who are thinking, okay, well, you know, I, I want what you're saying. I want to reach that place where I'm empowering women, where I'm, where I'm coaching, where I'm leading, where I'm ministering and where I'm not just letting God use my mess. I'm actually cleaning up my mess and I'm actually helping usher other people into freedom. And if you want that, it, I, I want to encourage you in that. I want to say, go after that because, you know, God wants that for you. God wants to use you in incredible ways. He has a purpose for your life. From the very beginning, he has had your freedom in mind, but you might still be on your journey of figuring out what it means to really walk in freedom. And that's okay. It is possible for you to reach that, but you might still be on that journey. But here's what I'll tell you about that journey. Like I said, it can be scary. It can be hard, but it doesn't have to be long. It does not have to be long. 
and it, 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 and it matters. It matters that you go on that journey, that you pursue the help that you need, that you, that you surround yourself with the support that you, that you need to have in order to step into that freedom. For some of you, it means um, having accountability. For some of you, it means actually, you know, getting invested in a community where you can have support, where you can, you know, share what's really going on, but also have support from people who can then lead you and coach you and guide you. Sometimes we surround ourselves with people who are right in the trenches with us. And that's fine because it's a comfort because, you know, God can use that because it's encouraging. But there are times in your life, especially if you feel called to do a ministry or to lead in any capacity, there, there, there are those times where you need to be surrounded by people who are not in those trenches anymore. You need to be surrounded by people who have found their way out, who have found that healing, found that maturity and that emotional wellness that you are craving so that they can then help you and lift you up and, and do more than just encourage, but actually empower you. For some of you ladies, I know that you have been thinking about working with a coach. I know that you've been thinking about going to counseling. I know that you've been thinking about maybe talking to your doctor about getting on medication. And I don't know for certain what your right next move is. I don't know what that is and I don't want to speak that over you. But as a coach, you know, who works with women, I can tell you that there is so much growth that can happen and even just three months, even less than three months, even less than three months, you can find so much growth and healing and progress to where you're getting to this point of, okay, now I am ready to step into this place of ministry. Now I'm not just going to let God use my mess. Now I'm actually letting him clean up my mess because I have somebody who's holding my hand, who's showing me what that means, who's giving me the tools and the push and the strategies that I need to actually get that work done, to actually get it done. And if you are considering, you know, okay, so is coaching maybe my next move? I want to encourage you to come talk to me. Come talk to me. I am still bringing people into my program. I know my doors closed a couple weeks ago, but I'm still taking people in because I am so passionate about this. And I want to see you ladies walking in freedom. I could not have reached the freedom that I have now on my own. And I don't ever try to pretend that I have. I went to counseling. I did the hard work. You know, I talked to our pastor. You know, I, I consumed podcasts. I read books. I, you know, I implemented new strategies. I tried new tools. I broke my victim mentalities. I wrestled with God. I wrestled with my faith. I did all of that hard work with the help of other people who were supporting me. And I want you to have that support. Um, I think, you know, for me, just from now until the future, for the foreseeable future, I don't imagine that I will ever not work with a coach in some capacity. I will not ever not have a coach or have at least a mentor who is pushing me, motivating me, and holding me accountable and giving me a new perspective that I can't reach myself Mommy. just yet. Yes, Levy. Sure. <laughs> I, I will never not work with a coach because it's not just about me anymore. I, you know, I need to pursue my emotional wellness and my freedom for my family. I need to pursue my emotional wellness and my freedom for this ministry, for you ladies, for the ladies who, you know, are, I'm working with as clients, for the women who are finding my podcast, who are looking for solutions and answers. I need to be pursuing emotional wellness to, you know, to the best that I can for them. I need to be doing this for the foster children who aren't in our home yet, but will be needing a solid parent 
who does not wrestle with anger and rage and anxiety like I was a couple years ago. There's no way I could have been a foster parent a couple years ago. I could not have even fathomed caring for a child who's dealt with trauma in that way. But now I feel more confident because I know that I'm in this place of emotional wellness that can then help them reach their own place of emotional wellness. And, 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 and that's, that's why this matters. You know, I'm not just doing this for myself. I'm doing this for the people that I will have an impact on for the people that I have, you know, leader leadership with the people who I I'm almost responsible for, you know, I'm responsible for how my girls grow up for how they're raised and I don't want them to have perfectionism and anxiety and anger issues in the way that I did. I don't want them to ever have to deal with that. So I'm taking care of myself now. I'm investing the time and effort and money into being healthy so that I don't have to wrestle with am I screwing up my children? I mean, of course, at some degree, I probably will be. We all do. But there is still, you know, a, a chance that God can not just use my mess, but he can actually clean up my mess. And he has. And now I get to do with this ministry with that, that just had brings so much freedom and so much joy and hope and peace. Um, you know, God really can turn any mess into ministry. He can turn any pain into praise. He can, he can, he can do anything, you know, that, that he, that he desires to do through you as you are right now. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to do all the right things. He can use you right as you are. I don't want you to doubt that. But as I said at the beginning, the degree to which you will have impact, the degree to which you will help set people free, the degree to which you will do the most powerful transforming kingdom work will depend on the degree to which you allow God to clean your mess up and the degree to which you work with him to do that. Um, I feel like I feel like I've you know I covered all covered all the things I want to cover. Um, I do just want to you know open up the comments real quick for anyone who maybe has questions, who maybe is wrestling with this, or maybe you know just feels like they're in that place of I'm ready to clean up my mess, or I already am cleaning up my mess, and this is what I'm noticing. Um, I'm reading the comments real quick. Um, Edith says sometimes our mess is all we know, so we don't see it as a mess anymore. We see it as more normal. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes our mess is all we know. You're right. But I think that you know, because the fact that you're saying this, I think you know that there is more though. You know that there is more. And you know that what's normal, the reason why you're saying, you know, I don't even know if I see it as a mess anymore. I see it as normal. I think that deep down, you still know it's a mess. You've just grown tired maybe of hoping that there's more out there. You've grown tired of putting in the effort because you haven't had progress in the past or you haven't found those solutions yet. So maybe it's not so much that you see things as normal. It's just that you've kind of lost some, some of that hope. And I want to restore that hope for you. And I believe that absolutely is possible for you to find the solutions and the progress and the growth and the healing that you're looking for, but it will require you to keep looking for it and to keep work for it. Um, Emily says, you have no clue how much I need this today. Emily, I just want to brag on you for a minute because, girl, when we first connected, I knew that you had it on your heart to encourage and inspire and change women's lives. I knew just even just from your YouTube videos that the openness and the vulnerability that you had with sharing your journey of postpartum depression, sharing how much you, you, you struggled as a mom, sharing how much you questioned, you know, do I even deserve to be a mom? Do I even deserve to live? You spoke those things 
things out loud so that other people could be encouraged. And what I see you doing now is you have been cleaning up your mess. These past few months, these past, I don't even know how long it's been, six months maybe, I've seen you cleaning up your mess. You're now working with me. I love that together. I love having you as my client because I know now, because, you know, after seeing the way you've cleaned up your mess and the way we're continuing to clean it up together, I know now that when you step into this new ministry, whether that is postpartum doula work or whether that is coaching moms, whenever you do step into that new ministry, I know that you will have a greater impact than you could have even just through your YouTube channel a couple months ago, because you've cleaned up your mess. You're not just letting God use it. You're ready to clean it up. And now you want to help women clean up their own. I know that you have this passion for helping women break free from their victim mentalities. And the reason why you're able to do that is because you broke free from your victim mentalities. And I just, oh, I'm just so excited about this, that I get to partner with you and as you're stepping into this. So I just wanted to encourage you real quick. And I'm glad that you were able to tune into this today. Um, Shanna says, I'm so grateful for you in this message today. I need it too. I need to go back and write some notes. This is fire. And Eve says, I pray you see how amazing you are to us. I love how passionate you are. And I pray one day to be at least 1% the person you are one day in helping others. Girl, I don't think you can, you, you will just be 1%. I think you can be all of it. I think that that fire that I have in me that, you know, this passion that I have, I think that God can put that fire and that passion in you. And you just might be at the beginning of your journey right now. And again, that is okay. We all are on this journey. Again, the journey is hard and it's scary, but it doesn't have to be long. So don't grow discouraged just because you are still at the beginning. You don't know how quickly that growth can come. You don't know how quickly God can do that, that inner working that you need. You don't know how quickly he can clean that mess up. But, but what will dictate the pace of that is how much you invest your time and energy and effort into working with him to do that. And it requires, you know, not just praying for things to change. It requires you to actually step out and make things change. And I don't say that in a way of don't pray anymore. Don't pray for solutions. Don't pray for answers or healing. Cause of course you should be praying, pray in faith, but there comes a point where you can't just pray in faith. You also have to step out in faith. And I know that some of you ladies today, you're in that place where you're like, I'm ready to step out in faith. And I, I'm, I'm encouraging you. I am imploring you to do that. Um, Emily says, I am sobbing girl. If I, if I, <laughs> if I didn't know that I was going live right now and that many of you were watching, I would probably be sobbing too. Um, but I'm holding it together. Um, and I just, I'm just cheering you girls on that. That really is just what I want to say. I know that this message maybe is not what you expected. Um, but it's just something that was on my heart. And I just, I just want to encourage you all. I want to not just encourage you. I want to empower you. And I want to see you really step into the calling that God has for your life, whether that's a ministry or business, or if it really is just motherhood, which is a beautiful calling, a worthy calling in and of itself. And that calling alone requires some hard work and some inner emotional healing and wellness. And I want that for you guys.